0: Welcome to Back to Ours, a new podcast for Barking and Dagenham, brought to you by Studio 3 Arts and part of a campaign developed by the Cultural Partnership and Council Safeguarding Teams. Look out for campaign materials using hashtag BDProtect. So we've started this podcast as a way to keep the community together safe and healthy through lockdown, distancing and beyond. In each episode, we'll be interviewing some of the amazing people who live and work in our borough about the stuff they've been doing in lockdown. We'll also be talking about the ways you can support your family and neighborhood so our community is the best it can be. So, grab a cuppa, settle in and let's crack on. It's all back to us.
1: Hello, hello, Barkin and Dagenham. How are we doing? So welcome to Back to Ours for episode 6. Um this week I'm sad to say there is no Matty May on the podcast. It is a troubling day cuz there's no Matty May. That was a poem. Um so I am joined this week by um a stand-in co-host with a different set of circumstances and a different perspective on the world, Balkan and Dagenham, please say hello to my son, Tommy. Hi, Tom. Hi. How are you? I'm good. What's happening?
2: Um, I'm on the podcast for my first time. He's on the podcast for
1: his first time. Now, I couldn't think of a better co-host to join me to say hello to the world than my son, Tommy. Uh, He's very excited to be on the podcast, aren't you, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, he is. So, how's your week been, Tom?
2: I've been good. I've just been doing a bit of school and a bit of football every day. Well, it's been it's been a pretty good week.
1: Yeah, pretty good week. And um, what are you reading at the minute? Any any book recommendations for the squad? Um, I finished
2: my book, but um, what was that? Um, there was a Jeremy Strong book, but I oh. started reading, um. A non-fiction book Oh, he loves
1: a bit of non-fiction Listeners, he loves a bit of non-fiction Yeah, I do He does, he does Okay, and um, so one of the things we talk about a lot on the podcast is food Has mum made anything in the last week that is one of her culinary classics?
2: Yes
1: Which is what? Pie I have made a pie What pie was it? Uh,
2: like a beef and potato pie
1: Beef and potato pie these kids have it large, I tell you what. Um, and so the person I'm interviewing this week, Tom, is a lovely fella called Ken. Mm-hmm. And he does loads of volunteering in Barking and Dagenham. OK. Um, do you fancy doing a bit of volunteering?
2: I don't know. It depends It depends what it's about.
1: Depends what it's about. OK, so why don't we have a listen to what Ken had to say, and then at the end you can tell me whether you fancy doing a bit of volunteering or not. What do you reckon? Yeah, that sounds good. Cool, OK. So we're going to go straight into Ken's interview.
3: Hi, Liza. That-
1: Hi Ken, how are you?
3: Yeah, fine. Back again.
0: Back again. Lovely yeah. to have you on the podcast. Thank you for making the time to talk to us.
3: No problem at all, Alison.
0: Brilliant. Okay, so um, first of all, can you tell me a little bit about your connection to Barking and Dagenham?
3: Yeah, um, I worked in the housing department at Barking and Dagenham for thirty-six years until two thousand and fourteen. Um, really enjoyed my time there, um, and. And uh, the time I left the borough, I was their director of housing strategy and housing development.
0: Oh, wow. OK. And where did you go after you left the council?
3: Yeah, when I left um, Barking and Dagenham, I became director of housing at the London Borough of Waltham Forest and then uh, retired, sort of semi-retired, I suppose, um, in 2017.
0: And how's retirement been treating you?
3: yeah great um I, I i decided that I really needed to do something i think partly you, you know you gain all of that experience in, in life and you 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 want to you know sort of give that back and you want that to be used that experience so i've through the local government association i 've been mentoring um, directors of housing in other uh, boroughs around the country and mostly to get um, then to get their council house building programs going.
0: Gosh, I bet there is no shortage of people that want to be mentored by you right now.
3: Oh, that's very kind of you, Lisa.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, housing is is a really big issue across the country, isn't it?
3: Oh, it's enormous, um, desperate need, and it's it's such a basic issue as well because unless unless you have good quality and affordable housing, then you know you're not going to feel secure you're not going to have sort of a, a good fulfilled life your Your children, if you've got children, are probably not going to be able to have a you know a, a, be able to do their homework to have do, course, do coursework at home. You need those sort of space standards and good sort of secure accommodations so it, it's so important for health and and, and everything about life actually.
0: Of course, of course. And and talking of health, this is one of the reasons I wanted to chat to you is since since lockdown, I hear that you've made um, a return journey to Barking and Dagenham.
3: Yeah, um, I. So when lockdown began and the, the whole sort of volunteering um, roles came about, I thought that because I had such a, an affection for the borough and, and worked there so long, affection for the borough, the council and the community, I really wanted to give something back and um, so therefore I enrolled um, to be a volunteer and, and since that time we've been doing several things in, in, in the borough.
0: So, um, so you enrolled with the BDCAN volunteering service so can you tell us a bit about what that journey's been like, what kind of volunteering have you been getting up to?
3: Um, two main things, one um, to collect prescriptions from health centres and then take those to pharmacists um, but the most recent one um, really has been very worthwhile. It's a, a, a community befriending um, scheme um, whereby um, people that have, you know, ha- had a tough time during lockdown perhaps have been shielded or in, 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 other, way, in other ways been quite sort of isolated um, um, have been in touch with befrienders, of, of which I am one. You're allocated a person or you match with a person and um, have conversations with that person on a regular basis.
0: That's amazing. So how long have you been doing this for?
3: Well, it's actually been the second week um, and um, my contact got a good rapport with, with uh, the person. And um, found we've got a lot of things in common. We both, unfortunately, support West Ham, which is a terrible cross to bear. So, so
0: do I, Ken. So do I. You're in oh, company here. Oh, right.
3: <laughs> it's a terrible cross to bear, isn't it? For us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's it, it's been good. The, and the idea of this is to help with the sort of the feelings of isolation for the person, and for him or her to then. After a time, you know, to get get a little bit of bit more sort of self confidence. Start making those connections within within the community, and you know, then, then whenever this ends, you know, then to get back into for engagement.
0: I think that's brilliant, and it's, it's it's things like this, it's befriending and volunteering that I think we've really seen the true spirit of Barking and Dagenham actually through lockdown.
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, I think it, it's it's something which I think runs very deep in society, and I know over recent decades there have been I don't know there have been sort of attacks on the whole feeling of society and um, you know sort of people collectivism and people coming together, and I think one of the things maybe one of the you know the bright spots perhaps of this awful, you know, the pandemic is that perhaps we've begun to rediscover some of that.
0: Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. And actually this podcast is one of the ways that my organization, Studio Three Arts, is, is really mm. looking at that. It's like, you know, how do we instill that sense of community again? Whilst mm. we can't physically be connected, how can we find other ways to just keep each other going? Do you know what I mean?
3: Sure. Yeah. I think that's very important. Because I think, you know, the the even before the the pandemic struck as a, as we were saying there's been that I don't know that that way of breaking down society and all those things that used to link communities and I think some of those bonds were sort of weakened but you know I think there have been a whole range of things that are happening recently where there's been work within the community to actually rebuild some of those bonds and some of those sort of community links and I think if, that, if that, that could be one of the real successes that comes out from long, long-term successes as well that might come out through this old, awful experience.
0: I, I totally agree. And, you know, we've seen such brilliant examples of collaboration and neighbourliness and just mm. people looking out for each other that mm. I know this has been a horrendous time, but mm. if anything stays with us from this, I really hope it's that...
3: Yeah, me too. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more, Liza.
0: So, have you? Have you? This is a very trite question, but I, I think there's definitely something in it. Have you learned anything about yourself through lockdown?
3: Um, I think, y- yeah, I think actually, and it, and it's quite a positive thing that I was be I had began to think that perhaps many of those things that bind us all together had really sort of weakened. And I think there was a number of examples, those sort of neighbouring things. I mean, the, I mean, I've been collecting for a local food bank, for example, and they've had tremendous experience of contributions to the, to the food bank. Um, but then, you know, the, the, the Thursday evenings when, you know, neighbours came out and we were all sort of clapping. And, and I think they're really sort of good signs for the future. What, of course, we need to see, particularly for carers and indeed the health services, that, you know, that clapping just doesn't end there, that they've got to be followed through with the proper resources and the, and the proper pay and valuing of those people. You know, so it's easier to call them just heroes and stand out in the front door and clap. But we now need that followed through with real action to support people.
0: Oh one hundred percent and one hundred percent and those people, care workers, key workers, the NHS, those are the people that have kept us going through this whole thing. So now we need to see that clapping turned into some policy, don't we?
3: Definitely. Exactly right. Um, and I'm hoping that maybe there has been a real change in society and to realise that, you know, it, you know, that hang on a minute, these are the things that are really important to us as a society. Um, and yeah, and exactly, Liza, that's exact, exactly what I want to see happen as a, in the long term.
0: Me too, me too. I hope those kind of things are really part of, I hate this term, but the new normal.
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, it's a term that is used and like like you, I, I kind of hate it. But <laughs> maybe, maybe it is a sort of, a, with the, the reset button has been pressed almost on on society and that we do rediscover what's really important. And well, the things that are really important are community, um, our people that are providing those vital public services. Um, and it also, and I think the creative arts as well, I think are a, a vital thing for the future of the country and the wealth oh, of the country.
0: I mean, I'm bound to agree with you there because I run an arts organization, but oh, it's absolutely yeah. true. You know, and you yeah. know, a- everything that we do in terms of getting enrichment in society, listening to music, reading a book. Yeah. Watching a film, all these yeah. things were made by artists. So hopefully yeah. now, with Rishi Sunak's announcement this week, with yeah. the investment of some billions in into the art sector, because yeah. there's huge amounts of people employed in that sector, both as freelancers and as PAYE employees. So yeah. let's hope that you know something will move now in that direction to try and secure the future of the art sector um, in the country, because it's mega important.
3: Definitely, and and as you say, enriches life.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. Now, you're obviously a serial volunteer with with your mentoring since you've retired and getting involved in lockdown. But what would you say to somebody who's kind of undecided about whether to get stuck into volunteering?
3: I would really encourage it. Um, I think. I think not only are you doing something worthwhile and, you know, something that is going to be of great value to to another person, but I think it actually helps you as an individual grow as well. Um, So I I just think it's, it really is literally a win-win. So I would encourage anyone and everyone. And I would also in particular, I think, look at older people, I mean like myself, I mean, I'm I'm an older person, to say, you know, you've, you've built up this experience in life, gained certain sort of skills, well, don't just fritter those away, use them, you know, plow them back into society, plow them back into life because it's, it's, as I say, value to you, but it's also value to, to others and society in general.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, you're, you're marinated in knowledge as you get older and it would be Mm -hmm. a shame not to kind of impart at the fork with all that stuff you've Mm -hmm. learned along the way.
3: Yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, one thing you know I think in the past we had a a terrible tendency i think in the in, in, not just in Britain but I think across the Western world to overlook those skills and that experience that people have built up in in in, in their lives and and that's a terrible waste, a terrible waste of a resource that's you know of, of real value to 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 younger people and society in general you know, let's plough it back in. And and it's a value, as I say, it's a value to everyone. It's a value to the individual and it's a, a value to the society.
0: I totally agree. And, you know, I think the best society is, are those that value their older people yeah. and value the skills and experience that come with that and really see it as being cyclical.
3: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we've got a lot to learn from other cultures and other societies in that respect. I think in Britain and indeed across the West, I think we've been, we've, we've, we've lost that. It's almost as though you reach a certain point in your life, oh well, you know, that's it, you've, you've done your bit. No, 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 no. You've gained all of that experience, all of that knowledge. Let's use that, let's draw on that. And I say, it's, it's a win-win for everyone.
0: Yeah, I think you're totally right. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give out the phone number of BD Can Embarking so that um, everyone, if they do want to volunteer, they've got a direct number that they can call. Um, so I've just got one final question for you, Ken. And uh-huh. um, it is something that has come up on our podcast every week. Yeah. Um, and it's about food. It's about right. food. Yeah. So has there been a recipe or a meal that's been a real feature of your lockdown?
3: Yeah, I mean I quite like eating fish and um I've been from going to Tesco's and getting that they've got the they do this this pack of sea bass. And it's really I, I really I've really enjoyed that. Um and uh, so I've, I've been cooking that, mm-hmm. squeezing some lemon over it and putting butter on there, some
0: oh, yes.
3: sea salt and um and some black pepper. Um it's lovely and it's quite nutritious as well. So, there you
0: simple, are. Simple, and simple and delicious.
3: Really easy to cook as well. Dead easy. That's what,
0: that's what we need in these times when we're cooking so many yeah. extra meals, it feels like.
3: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, listen, Ken, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It's been an absolute treat to talk to you. And You know, do please keep up the volunteering and keep sharing all of that knowledge and wisdom you've gained over the years. And thank you very, very much. And come on, you irons.
3: (laughs) I certainly shall. And I'll I'll join you in that as well. Come on, you
0: irons. Thanks very much, Ken. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye
3: Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.
0: If Ken's stories inspired you and you'd like to get involved in volunteering, please call 0208 215 3000 and ask for BDCAN. You can also email bdcan, that's B-D-C-A-N, at lbbd.gov.uk.
1: Oh, what a legend. Ken is absolutely brilliant. What did you
2: think, Tom? I think it was brilliant that he had worked in the borough 30 six years and then after he had retired he still came back to help us so I think that's really nice of him.
1: It's a lovely thing to do isn't it so when you retire are you going to come back and help? Probably. Probably okay and so you said before you, you weren't sure about volunteering and all that kind of stuff so now you've listened to Ken what are you thinking as far as volunteering is concerned?
2: Well still I think it depends on what's happening but I can see myself doing a bit of volunteering for the borough, doing a bit of help here and there.
1: The first bit of help you could do is actually go and make me a cup of coffee, but that's a whole other story. Can you make me a cup of coffee, please?
2: Yes, I can.
1: <laughs> you don't have to go just yet. <laughs> he was actually getting up to leave, bless him. Um, no, I thought Ken was really interesting. He's obviously a fella with so, so much knowledge, so much experience, and it was an absolute treat to have him on the podcast. So um, what, what have you got planned over the coming
2: weeks? Uh,
1: Tom, anything you want to share with us? Um,
2: Well, next week is my last week at school. So I'm finishing school. Well, I'm finishing primary school forever.
1: (gasps) He's finishing primary school forever, listeners. He's excited. Look at his little face. Well, you can't look at his face, but he is proper grinning right now. He's going to secondary school in September and he's very excited, aren't you, Tom?
2: Yes. Yes.
1: So how does it feel to be leaving primary school and going to the new school?
2: Well... Quite annoyed because I didn't get to sit on the benches. <laughs> what does that mean, you didn't get to sit on the
1: benches? Is that like a, a thing that only Year 6 is allowed to do? Yeah.
2: In assembly the, the Year 6s were allowed to sit on the benches, but we didn't get to do it.
1: Oh, man. That's devastating. Yeah. And, and how what, what else are you looking forward to in going to secondary school in September?
2: Um, I'm just happy that in secondary school, there's a lot more subjects... Where I can show the knowledge that I've been practicing um, during the pandemic, so I can show that I've been practicing quite a lot.
1: Oh my goodness, Eastbury School! Look out, Tommy is on his way. That is all I can say. Well, listen, Tom. Thank you very much for joining me on on the podcast this week. Have you had a nice time? Yeah. Yeah, and are you going to be uh you know broadcasting or telling the telling about the podcast to anyone? Yeah, who are you gonna who are you gonna talk to about it?
2: Well, I'm gonna put it live, and I'm going to tell all of my friends and teachers.
1: You heard it here first, Barking and Dagenham. Tommy is going to be spreading the word to his friends and teachers. So um, have a good week, everybody. And hopefully Matty will be back next week. He'll be well enough to come join us again. Um, be good, make good choices, and we will see you next week. Ta-da! Bye!
3: So, that's it for this episode of Back to Ours. Hope you enjoyed the chat and please remember there's a lot of support out there in Barking and Dagnam. You know when something doesn't feel right, so let's speak out and keep each other safe. If someone's life is in danger, call 999 immediately. Or if you're worried about a child safety, you can call 0208 227 3811. If it's an adult safety you're concerned about, you can call 0208 227 2915. And if you need support around domestic abuse, you can call 0300 456 0174. Look after yourself and we'll talk to you next time.